What's up, guys? Welcome back to another episode of Married to Reality. It's the Married at First Sight edition. I'm your co-host, John, here with my wife and co-host. It's the one only Teresa out there. Hello, everyone. How is everyone doing? Uh, you really want to know? Uh, I think I know. I think you do know. What? Uh, why do they read the letters this? to younger selves? Jesus Christ, stop doing it. It's so, it, yeah, it's like a, <laughs> it's like a self petty fest. It's an interesting idea. I don't hate the idea, but every time someone launches into their letter, it's just like a bad cover of the Boz Lerman sunscreen song. I feel like I've said it before. I'm saying it again right now. It's just a, it's just a knockoff of everybody wear a sunscreen. I don't know what that means, but I still never played it for you, huh? No. Is it a song? Yeah. Oh, it's a good song. What is it like a for a sunscreen commercial? No. And I could be misspeaking here, but I believe it started with I forget who it was. Somebody gave a graduation speech. Okay. And it was like to the class of nineteen ninety nine over here. Here are my thoughts. And it was this letter to this class. And it was like, uh, accept certain unalienable, inalienable truths. Prices so will it's rise. Not a song. Politicians will philander. You two will get old, right? And it's just this letter. It's, it's, it was put to music. Oh. And it's a banger. And it fires me up and it inspires me. And I love it. And I love it so much that when I hear these letters, I'm like, you're just trying to be Buzz. Do you love it more than System of a Down? <laughs> you trying to get me to flip this table right here, Teresa? Guys, we're big fans and we didn't know. We didn't know this about each other and we literally <laughs> learned yesterday. Disorder, disorder. <laughs> Such a lonely day. <laughs> Everybody's going to the party. Um, yeah, we were driving back from Hotlanta. At midnight last night, and those back roads get dark, and the eyes get heavy. So, John, I asked John to D. I was driving. I was like DJ for me. So he's playing my favorite songs, and then it turned into this. Oh, and do you know this song? Yeah, and I was do doing you know- all. I was doing all Teresa's greatest hits. I was doing Green Day. I was yes. doing Evanescence. We did a little Twenty One Pilots. We and- did some Nickelback. Yeah, and, and- <laughs> says and- a lot about me. <laughs> and as the, the drive went on, the energy needed to be elevated more and more because it was getting later and later. And finally, we reached the point. It's probably an hour from home. And I said, have you ever heard of this? And I was was like, shut up. I was going to say stop it. I don't say shut up to John. I was like, stop it. I was literally about to tell you to play some system of a down. That was so wild. Yeah. And then for the entire rest of (laughs) the trip, we just rocked out to SOAD. And system of a down. Yeah. Anyways, yeah, we digress, but that's a it's a great it's a great chunk. That's what we do. A great catalog of music if you need to amp yourself up. Oh yeah. No, it's a different it's a different type of music. The Baz Luhrmann soundscreen. I'll play it for you. Okay. I'll play for you. You'll totally get what I'm saying. But yeah, enough with the letters. That's so. And then and then okay, the letters one thing, and then. Take me back to somewhere from your childhood 
is another thing. And, and usually it's, oh, this is the park that I used to play at as a child. This is the house that I grew up in. Now we're just going to like paint stores because my dad painted houses for a living. We're going to go to a paint store. We're going to go to an Italian deli. Or a hair school. That I could see the logic there. Well, honestly, if the letters, let's say if they write their letters and then the experts would kind of sit there on it as they read it to each other and kind of digest, not digest, but go deeper on what it means, what they brought from their childhood into the relationship, right? Just to write a letter. Like, why would I, why would I do that? Yeah. Start a podcast. That's how you will learn about your significant other. Oh yeah. Like my letter would just be stop smoking now. You're eventually going to stop. You're going to save a lot of money. Um, yeah. Yeah. Just like Enjoy school because you're going to enjoy it as an adult. So maybe start now yourself. You'll save yourself a few years. Like all these things. But it's like, did it shape me to who I am today necessarily? Or do I have a trauma? Of course. Yes. I don't. Great trauma. Well, of course. Of course who you were as a child and who you surrounded yourself as as a child shaped you. I just took you to a play, childhood place of mine I used to serve beers at. The bowling, the bowling yeah. Yeah. And yeah, everything makes sense now. <laughs> let's let's do a little quick itty bitty housekeeping and then we can get into the episode, okay? Yeah. Real quick. We're on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Follow us there. We got memes, we got news, scheduling. You can message us. We love it. At Married Reality Pod on Instagram. Also, big news. Patreon.com slash married through reality. Talk about learning about your significant other through a podcast. We just did the Seeking Brother Husband Woo, podcast. Guys. What a doozy. Guess if you're tired of mass, not tired of listening to us, just tired of mass, okay. come over to the Patreon because that show is out of control. Yeah, we, we just recorded that episode and I learned a lot about it. I think, Teresa, you were on the couch and I think you thought you were on the therapist's couch because you, you started to... Really divulge some information. Yeah, so that's, that's why think, it's on the Patreon. I feel like I've been too far. No, this is great. But patreon.com slash married through reality. Right now we have Seeking Brother Husband. We just kicked that off. We're going to do that season. We're doing Darcy and Stacy. But when that finishes, we're going to kick it over to Love and Paradise. So, so much is happening on the Patreon. You're going to be getting over. double the content, double the fun. Patreon.com slash married through reality. Those bonus episodes start at the cousins club level mm-hmm. for audio only and then family affair gets you audio video and a monthly bonus and then if you just want to stick with these these free feed episodes but you don't want the housekeeping which is what we're doing right now if you don't want the ads well you can get in at the friends with benefits level there's no advertising there there's no housekeeping you will get 10 percent off merch and once in a while, we do all Patreon exclusives where no matter what tier you're at, you'll get it. So like the love is blind after the altar stuff, that's all tier. Some behind the scenes stuff, all tier. So yeah. patreon.com slash married to reality. Okay. Also, make sure you're following us right here, right now. So easy to do. Look down, smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's as hot is the house that Kirsten was showing to shop. That was very... That was a very nice 2.9 million house. Damn. Yeah. 
When someone dream. tells me they they bought a half a million house, I'm like, holy shit! How did right. you pay for it? Two point nine. Who buys houses like that? That's out of control. Not us. But I will direct you back to patreon.com slash reality and maybe one day we can get yeah. a house. Guys, if you want us to buy a 2.9 million house, come over to the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> um, and last but not least, if you haven't left the review, if you could do that, we love the love. We love the reviews. When you guys write a review on Apple Podcasts primarily, we read it on the Monday Night Podcast. So yes. please rate, review. We love the love. Bring the love. Bring the love. Share the love. the love. Spread the love. Spread the love. All right. Should we do it? <laughs> Shall we? Let's do it, Jonathan. Let's get into do this it. episode. Married at First Sight, season 16, episode 13. It's Take Your Husband to Work Day, Teresa. Yay. I would love that. Yeah, but you want to come? I mean, we're at the office right now. That's very, we work from home, so. We're at the office right now. That's true. We kind of like, today you scared me when you walked on me. I was in a meeting. I was like, what? Huh. <laughs> sort of like your mom. I, now I see where you where you get it from. But like you, you, you were experiencing what I'm doing. And I do that too. When you are in the meeting, I walk by, I go to the bathroom. Mm-hmm. So we bring each other to work. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. My mom's a realtor and she's taken me to some open houses and whatnot. Oh, so. really? Oh, yeah. I used to, my dad, you know that, we're going to digress a bit, but my dad worked in advertising. Okay. And then had worked at, at a newspaper and my dad was a writer. Now he teaches, classic, classic career career move. Okay. But Kareel? I- ca- nah, <laughs> I was trying to do a, a Karel. A Karel pun. Yeah. Well, he used to bring me to work, to the agency, and they did, like, in-house print and all that. Okay. I loved it. All these guys were always, like, making me, sh- like, printing shirts for me, whatever I drew. So It was the best. Teresa, would you say that shaped you as a as a young adult into maybe who you are today? Maybe. Yeah, probably. It has okay. some effect on all me. All right. So then I, take it back. I, I like to think that I'm a very creative person. So take it back, Teresa. <laughs> So, yes, we're, we're at this house that Kirsten is showing, and she's just as low energy when she's showing a mansion as when she is discussing anything else in her life. Well, there is something, I was like thinking about it. I'm like, she is the type of person I would probably buy something from because she's very calm and she's not forceful. Here's it's the, the difference. same thing with car dealerships. Mm-mm. Here's the difference. She is calm, but she's uninterested. There, there's no twinkle in her eye. Like, oh, you got to see this. You got to see that. This is an amazing house. There's no, there's no excitement in her voice about what she's showing you. So it's hard for you to get excited. And I said, you know, my mom's a realtor. Yeah. One of the best things she ever said to me was you show them the house, but you can't sell them a house. They got to sell themselves on the house. If they don't want the house. There's no way you're going to talk them into dropping hundreds of thousands or millions of dollars. Yeah. They have to they have to sell themselves on the house. Yeah, I mean, that's true. I can totally see how your mom is a successful realtor because your mom is so friendly, but not bubbly. There is a it's fine authentic. line. Yes, there is a fine line between being friendly and bubbly. I do not like bubbly people. I do like friendly people. And your mom is like the right amount of like friendly. Mm-hmm. And I totally see her doing this job. Kirsten, I can see her being like a high-end seller that just basically she doesn't have to do shit if the people have money like the house. 
She's yeah. just gonna walk them through and you wanna close the deal and she closes the deal or no. A, a lot of the work for a realtor too though is done behind the scenes. It's not yeah. it's not done on the living room floor. Yeah. It's done at the desk, negotiating, trying to get the contracts done. I just don't I don't see the excitement or energy or go getter attitude when I look at her. But she must have it because she seems to be successful driving a Mercedes. She's got like that Mercedes. You must ha- if you're selling 2.9 million houses, you must be doing something right. Yeah. Yeah. Um And she's like she presents herself well too. Like I she puts herself yeah. she's well put together. She's well spoken, very But if you've ever watched quiet and slow, but if you've ever watched Million Dollar Listing or any of those shows, they those all Those guys are in cocaine. Yeah, they all have yeah. the they all have the look, <laughs> but they are sprinting around New York City. Oh yeah. <laughs> trying oh, to close yeah. trying to close the deal. So they're they're at the house and the open house turns into a conversation about children. Yes, and they can they can see buying a house like this, having the kids running around and then Kirsten says something that I still think she was joking, kind of. Because she goes like, well, if you... Because they were talking about buying a house. And Shaq goes like, well, well, in the future. And she's like, like, when? Like, when your release is up? Like, in three months? And he's like, I wasn't sure what, if he was saying yes or no. Probably he needed more time. And then Kirsten is like, well, if you want to continue this marriage, you have to... Buy me a house. Yeah, I don't think she was joking. And she's like, I want to tell people that my husband bought me a house. And I think if he said, I'll buy you a house, she would be like, oh my gosh, thank you. Mm-hmm. But I also know that she knows that he's still finishing school. He's paying for school. Obviously, he cannot afford a house like this. But she makes decent money. It's not like she's... She's a stay-at-home mom, and she expects someone I'm to take sure care of her. I'm sure he's making pretty good money, too, oh, at I think the director so too. level at a university. Oh, I think so, too. But I'm saying it's like she makes a lot of money, too. That's why I wouldn't expect her to assume that someone's going to just come in and buy her a house. Oh, it has nothing to do with how much she makes. It has everything to do with, do you think I'm worth it? Uh, don't, don't worry about my bank account. Do you think I'm worth spending that money on? This, I don't think it was a joke. You think it's a joke? At the very least was a test to see what's his response going to oh, be. And maybe that is what it was. He he failed in her eyes. Hard. He, he even goes, oh, excuse me? Buy my wife a house? And the response that makes me go, oh, this is not a joke. She goes, yeah, this is who I am. And but she laughed at it. That's why I think she was joking. No. The, no. She Guys, thinks, Colin. No. She th- Colin, okay, we'll open up the phone lines. Colin, she thinks it's cute. That's why she laughed. She thinks that personality trait of, yeah, mm-hmm, I get what I want. I, I deserve it all. She thinks that's cute. And so she laughed after it. But I don't think she was laughing because it was a joke. Man, she you wouldn't keep. She brought it up 19 times this episode. I don't think you would tell that same joke 19 times. You got it so easy with me. Um, yeah, cactus and... You're going to be the rabbit ca- dog. Cactus and 799 rosé. Yes, my my rooster rosé. Yes. All right. Ah, oh, good times. Speaking of homes, we end up at Kirsten's childhood home. Yes. She's showing Shaq, this is where I grew up, a lot of good times here, but also some sadness because this is the house my parents were in when they separated. And Shaq wants to know, all right, 
Tell me more about that. Well, I was eight. I was upset, but it taught me strength, taught me how to deal with different obstacles in marriage. And she brings up, yes, my parents split, but, and here's where we get back to it almost immediately, my dad always provided. He always provided for the family. Well, that's a man how should she provide. grew up, but here's the thing. She is working. So it's not like the old school that, oh man, we have four kids and someone needs to take care of them and someone needs to work. Well, the standard is the guy's going to work, the the woman's going to stay home. I'm not saying it has to be like that, right? But that's how it used to be. And so this is... She's not that kind of a person. She makes her own money. I, I could see her making her own money and spending her own money on herself. And then having Shaq make his money and spend it on her. It's the whole, well, our money or your money is my money and my money is my money thing. It's not a, all one big mm. pot of money. I don't know that for a fact. I, I think, I think based on what she was saying later, I think she... Either was joking or testing him and he took it too seriously. I think he could have laughed it off a little bit or just be like, oh, or like play. Play with her, be like, sure, I'll buy you a castle one day. No, because I, w- I would be testing you right back and going, are you being serious? Let's see. Let's see how serious you are about this joke. Because he said, oh, yeah, buy my wife a house. And she said, that's who I am. That's who I am. How would you test her back? How would I test her back? Yeah. I would I would say what Shaq said. Oh, yeah. Buy, oh, yeah. Just buy my wife a house. Sure. I'll just buy you a house. And then if you're like, yeah, I'm joking, then I'd go, okay, good. And if you're but saying, also, like, yeah, some, that's who I am. Some people have a strange sense of humor. It can keep going and you then going to end up Teresa, being like. we don't need a joke all the time. You know what? We don't. We don't everything doesn't need to be a joke. <laughs> who said that? Yes. Kirsten. And now Kirsten. she's trying to be more. You know, a little funky, a little... Here's, here's my... Drops here's, some jokes. Here's my take. I like her. She's weird, but I like her. Here's my take. Good kisser, terrible joker. <laughs> All right. All right. So, okay. Um, just very quickly to, to put a bow on that little scene. Shaq hasn't met Kirsten's... Dad. No, and she wants him to meet him, but not yet. Yeah, and so when she keeps bringing up, oh, my dad this, my dad that, he he provided, the man should provide, he always wanted to provide. Shaq's like, all right, well, when I meet your dad, I'll, I'll talk to him and I'll take notes and he can help me understand how he did what he did, but he hasn't had that chance yet. Well, here's why I think that that is. I think Kirsten's dad does not approve of this whole thing. And so I think she wants to prove him wrong. Like she wants to make sure this is solid before yeah. she goes to them and be like, hey, this is my husband. And in a couple of weeks, we might get a divorce. Whether get past decision day, make sure this is good. And then be like, hey, dad, this is my husband, Chuck. I told you this was a good idea. Yeah. I if you have a judgmental parent who dis- disagree with something that you're doing, like I personally would want to prove them wrong. I don't have those kind of parents. My parents are kind of like, do you do your girlfriend? But if I did, I would want to prove them wrong before I would do anything else. I hear you, but we're five weeks into this experiment at this point. So if she's not ready 
to involve her dad. To me, that speaks more to her seriousness and what she's going to say on decision day. Unless her dad doesn't want to be part of this and this is just her sugarcoating it instead of saying like, hey, my dad does not want to meet you. Potentially. That's always a possibility. So Kirsten's dad doesn't want to meet, but Shaq's all about family, wants family to play a big part in this relationship. So he, Kirsten, they meet up with Shaq's godmother and god sister. Yes. And they brought photos. And here's the thing. I, I think if they are not going to make it, it's going to be because of Kirsten's kind of a personality, how she went from not so hot to hot, but making these little weird comments because deep down, not deep down, on the surface, she likes him. She's enjoying him. And she's like, I love everything about this. I love he takes care of the family. I love he's driven. I even love the bald head. Like she learned or she grew mm. to be attached to him. And she's just, she's not an expressive person. She doesn't show a lot of emotion. That's fair. But but it's not just about Chuck, as you said. She's showing this big ass house. And she there is not a lot that comes out of her. That's just who she is. Yeah. But you can tell now she's like, oh, I love this. I love that he was the family coordinator. I love he keeps the family together. I love all this. Right. But so then you should see how important family is to your husband and say, you know, what? I'll do everything I can so that you can meet more of my family. Again, maybe her family might be a little, not strict, but not not wanting to be part of any of this. Maybe they don't want to be on TV. Like... Fair enough. Fair enough. But then do it off camera. If this is to be a real marriage, then don't shoot yourself in the foot because, well, the cameras are around. He doesn't want to be on camera, so we can't meet. Say, all right, well, the cameras only follow us X amount of days a week or hours a month. So let's go meet. If it's that important to you, let's go meet my dad off camera. Well, the cameras would probably want to be there. Oh, for sure. But uh, I would hope... Because I put my faith in these shows. I would hope a successful relationship is more important than capturing a scene True. for the show. Okay. Okay. All right. That is Kirsten and Shaq. I think it's a it's an all right time to take a quick break. All right. We're going to tell you about our sponsor for this episode. And then we'll come back. All right, Theresa? Sounds good, Jonathan. All right. We'll be back in a second. And we're back. Hello, Jonathan. Hello, Teresa. Are you okay over there? You're, you seem very preoccupied. What do you mean? You're adjusting things and well, fixing things. I went from and... being really cold to being really hot. I told you, guys. And I'm wearing a sweater guys, and there's nothing underneath. Vindication. So. <laughs> Every episode we come into this room, we flip on the ceiling fan, we boop the AC down to a... Tepid 70. And Teresa goes, John, it's freezing. And I go, well, give it two and a half minutes and you'll be hot. <laughs> but why do I get hot? Because I get fired up. You get fired when you're talking. You're using your body. You're getting expressive. You're wearing headphones. Yes. Okay. Ugh, I'm so hot. Well, this is probably our, I don't even want to do the math. This is probably our 250th episode. Have you not learned? No. Can I sit here with my boobs out? 
No, save it for the Patreon. <laughs> <laughs> Patreon.com slash Mary All right. Um, let's talk about Jasmine and Eris. Ugh, I hate Eris, but okay. I know. He's uh, he, just, got, he got to me a little bit at the end of this episode, but yes, it's like, generally. It's like I'm bothered by the fact that he's trying to try, but he's not trying. Like he's trying to open up, as he says, but he doesn't, him opening up, talking about his dad, that's what he's been doing from day one. And yeah. I get that. That's a big part of who you are, but he doesn't grow closer to her. Like there is no, like they they're friends. They can be, they're friendly, but there is no affection there. They don't do anything about that. And she needs it. And all he keeps doing about trying to open up, like it's, stop opening up, just open her up. Hey, mm. all right, take your shirt off. <laughs> it's appalling. The lack of expert intervention we have this season. Well, yeah, like we've seen DP ones. So DP once, she couldn't even bother to go to the apartment. She's like, yeah, meet me in the lobby. Yeah. See PC, who knows what he's doing. And then we're going to have that one expert joining again this season. Oh, really? The sex expert, but she sucked. I think she was in the last oh, season. I yeah, think Dr. it's Pia. Pia. But this is ripe for an expert to come in here and go, oh, you yeah. know what? You're doing it all wrong. You say you're trying, Eris. You're not. Here's some actual things you could do besides pick out pieces of paper from a fishbowl. Yeah. Oh, write a letter to younger self. Stop it. I think, I think I'm going to get on maps as an expert on the next season. Oh, boy. And I'll, I'll stir the pot a little. Okay. I shake the fishbowl. All right. <laughs> so we start with Jasmine and her friend Nikki's over. They're going to have some wine and do a little gossip. Mm. And Jasmine says, things have been a roller coaster. I'm not used to being so vulnerable. Uh, I was happy when I first saw Eris. I was happy. I thought he was cute. And that's really all I need is just cute. Yeah. Right? Bar's pretty low. Cute. It's good. But now I feel like the attraction's dying because... He's not making me feel secure in this relationship. Well, for her, it's not that she's that easy that, oh, he's cute and that's all I need. But she said, she said, well, he's cute. But for me, attraction, all this comes from how he treats me, how he interacts sure. with me. Like she, like she's not just a shallow person. She, I actually really like Jasmine. She goes deep. Oh, I, I can't say a bad thing about her. No, there's nothing or, bad ex about Jasmine. Except what do you see in Eris? But not, the, def yeah. the defense is, I think she's committed to the process. Yeah. I think she's going, we got three more weeks left. I'm going to give it my all. Like, good for her. Yeah, for sure. She's she's awesome. Yeah. So, Eris, get your act together. And then, of course, we had that tease where we thought Shaq was coming in hot. Yeah. I can't believe they got us Classic with that. Classic maths. Classic editors. I can't believe they got us with that. I know, I know. And then as soon as the scene started. Yeah, it was I like nothing it, juicy. But I, I said, oh, I can I can I, call this how this Like, is first happen. of all, in the preview, I'm like, where are they? It's just like, it almost seemed like, are they on like a fake date? They're yeah. sitting on the car. They're like, like a what garage. Is, what is mechanic? this? Grease? Huh. The movie. I know. Never seen it, but I know. What? Oh, boy. <gasps> I'm, I'm just going to start saying I've seen things to avoid this. Guys. I mean, John. <laughs> I mean, and guys. Anyone listening right now. You know that I, when we travel on the planes, many times I just watch Dirty Dancing or Grease. Okay, well, those are two different movies. Granted, I haven't seen either, but 
I I'm I just love the old school, like oh, the good looking guy, the, the nerdy girl, the music. I'm jamming in my seat. No. I I actually do want to see Dirty Dancing because I think it's so good. I think it's sort of based off of those old Catskill resorts. No, I'm puts baby in the corner. Right? Well, I've heard yeah. that line. But but I used to go. My family, we would go. To the Catskills, to those types of I resorts. Love I love I love John Tra- Travolta. You don't, but I love John Travolta. He's so I don't good. I dislike him. I, just, I, 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 hate, oh, I hate that commercial he's in. It's I don't mind it. He was also in that movie I really like that the uh, the baby was talking. Look who's talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I like him when I was younger. <laughs> it was in Czech? Yeah, like it was, they had the Czech dubbing. It was great. Interesting. All right. We end up at a baseball card shop, which was a big part of Eris's childhood, I guess. I didn't even know that exists. I used to collect Pokemon. Oh, well, I first know. I collect those, like, I don't know if you guys had it in America. Those, like, round. Pogs. Yes. Oh, me too. Oh, my God. Hardcore. Ooh, big Pog. Hard, big, big Pog, pog collector. Fan. The big, slammers? The yes. metal slammers? Oh. Did you play or did you just collect? Oh, I played. Oh, I played. Oh, I played. Time. I would go to conventions. Well, okay, I did it. I, I would go. I didn't school. go to conventions, but I think I went to like a hotel lobby once. I played in school. Oh, yeah. I always like, that's what all I was spending my money on Pogs. We all, we called it Poggy. Uh, yeah. The, the plastic slammer was such a ripoff. Yeah. But you need the metal slammer. Yeah, but it was like only like the expensive packages. Uh-huh. We had like, uh, it was me when I was in, um, what is it? Not mid- middle school, elementary school. school. And we had like one rich kid in the class. Like all of us were just like middle class, middle class kids, right? And it was yeah. like one rich kid who had a driver, which is like, you never see you it in a check. driver? Yeah, like being dropped off to school. All right. It was great. Like his, I think his dad was Austrian. Are you sure it just wasn't his parents dropping him off? Because well, he, if, that's what he told us. If you guys don't know about <laughs> Teresa's upbringing, she had to walk to the bus stop with the key around her neck, take a city bus like yeah. two hours to school, and then do the same thing on the way home. Well, you're mixing it up a little bit. I did the key for half an hour to take piano lessons, and then... My high school was two hours away. Got it. But I was walking to my elementary middle school. It was like five minutes away. Yeah. Maybe maybe it was just dad. He was always telling us that it's his driver because I remember it was this like fancy dark car, like Mercedes or something. But anyways, he always had money. He always brought candy for us. Are there private schools in Czech? No. So a wealthy kid would just go to yeah. your school? And like we don't have like, I don't even know who... I, I mean, they're pre- definitely wealthy kids somewhere. Yeah. Not in my town necessarily, but he was definitely the wealthy one who always brought all these. And sometimes, like, he brought pokes for everyone. He was just, like, spraying it. And we were just, like, catching yeah. it. And and then I remember, Jeez, like, in second grade, he had, like, a crush on me. And he gave me all the metal. Oh. Like, whenever he had a metal Slammers, one, yeah. he gave me one. I was always like, oh, my gosh. And I had so many of them. That's amazing. Right? But they they were scratching the pox. I'll never forget. Costco started to sell a huge tub of pox. Stop it. We didn't have that. And we, I, I think my cousin bought the tub. And at that point, I was like, well, this kind of isn't fun anymore. Yeah, that's true. Like, the fun is to go to a store, like, yeah, buy a few. Yeah, that we were, they, they were selling these, like, small packs of five or yeah, ten. Yeah, and then you collect them. To go to Costco, you buy, like, 500 pogs oh, at once. Oh, Costco, you ruin pogs. You ruin the Kirkland pogs. Ah. <laughs> 
But yeah, remember the paper store I took you yeah. to? Yeah. So those stores, like there was one near our apartment and they were such they were selling parks. Yeah. And it was always like me trying to save up my couple of couple of dollars to go couple, couple check of check rounds yeah. to go and get some parks. Yeah. But yeah. I, I was also, also I was also collecting Pokemon. I was gonna say I also collected baseball cards. Just really? like, yeah. Tops. Uh what were the other brands? I did hockey cards for a little bit. Upper deck. But then the boys didn't want to play with me. I did so baseball. Then mainly. I tried Barbie, but then I didn't like it because I'm not into that. And a lot of my girlfriends were collecting horses, but I wasn't into that either. Huh? Not actual horses. No, no, no. I mean, you had a kid at school with a driver. You guys are collecting horses. I think the more I think about it right now, I think it is that. Yeah, no shit. <laughs> but he always told us it was his driver. Oh, well, it was. was. You ruining childhood. His for dad me. was his driver. I always thought I had a, a, a rich kid had a crush on me, but okay. Um, well, no, still had like a lot a, of little pictures like you, you have Pokemon cards, mm-hmm. horse, horses cards. Oh, uh, My Little Pony. No, an oh. actual picture of actual horses. No. And there were stickers too. You had like a collect- collection book that you like stick your horses Imagine in. Imagine today you'd be like, hello, sir. Hello, sir. <laughs> oh, I hello, could not sir. do that. So many stories. Hello, sir. So yeah, I guess uh, cards. Cards are a thing for Eris and uh, it's how we made friends in Nashville. But the conversation just turned into Eris saying he, he bails on things a lot. Relationships, places, just ups and leaves. You know what's interesting? I just got me thinking. You are four years older than me. Oh, it's fine. Yet we both played parks. And rock out to assist move it down. Yeah. Yeah, that's, well, that's not that crazy. I was going to say, oh yeah, pogs were around for several years, which maybe they were. But it's not like one specific age plays pogs. If I, I think I was probably... 12 playing pogs. What? So you were probably At eight. 12, I was smoking cigarettes, but yeah. I probably. Right, so probably eight. <laughs> yeah, I was. Yeah. I was. Yeah, exactly. Like seven, eight, nine. Yeah, yeah. I, was, I was a good kid, Teresa. So was I. Yeah, sure. All right. <laughs> uh, then a couple of letters to yourself. Eris basically just said, forgive your father, cherish the moments you spent together, and feel free to express yourself. I'm glad you're not reading the whole letters because I'm not psych. Well, actually, my voice just feels shot. I think... So I thought it was the pollen in Atlanta, but now I just think. There is pollen here, wherever we live. I, I promise you, I have pollen allergy. It wasn't bad in Atlanta for me. I think my voice is probably just gone from singing John Mayer for two hours straight. Really going full circle here from System of a Down to, we're going 180 actually from System of a Down. <laughs> System Mayer. of a Down is, is the bomb. Yeah. I forgot how much I enjoy it. Yeah. Um, Jasmine did her letter. It was just like, eh, you're going you're gonna to get bullied. And there's light at the end of the tunnel. Well, this was sad because she was like, she's like, I had this great childhood, great friends. School was fun. And then we moved to Memphis and I was too... What did she say? Proper? I was yeah. too proper for yeah. Memphis and kids started bullying me. And that's, yeah. that's so sad. Kids are. But I can mean. see her being like the good kid, the one that's oh, just yeah. the good, nice kid. And all of a sudden, badass Memphis. And she just didn't blend in. Sad. Oh, Memphis. Mm-hmm. Oh, Memphis. Someone told so- me that Memphis sucks. 
Well, Memphis is, I think, if you look up most dangerous cities, I think Memphis always tops the list. Yeah. Well, Mem- it's, it's Detroit, too. No. Detroit no, no, has no. good neighbor- neighborhoods, I heard. No, Memphis, I think. Really? Oh yeah, there is. Elvis is Elvis is a stomping ground. That's true. Mm-hmm. Look at you. All right, Nicole and Chris. Yes, Nicole and Chris. I could smell this this little hats Italian market. Like you can smell mm-hmm. an Italian deli. You know what it, it reminds me of, and maybe that's why Nicole went there because she's a New Yorker. Like a bodega. No, I was going for a fancy Italian store that you could like shop. But no, could- what are you? Italy? Yeah. How in the world? This the, no, 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 not by the looks, by any means. The idea that you just walk in, you shop Italian goods, and then you sit down and you mom's spaghetti. Okay, shout out to Detroit. <laughs> <laughs> um. No, I didn't get that at all. I said, oh, yeah, this does look like a little New York Italian deli. I could smell the oregano. I could smell the basil. I used to love going to Italy, and they have, they have great drinks. Yeah, they have a cool bar. And all these, like, yeah, and all these, like, great sauces. They always sell the one with the lady we like on the label, Lydia. Lydia? Oh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so Nicole's childhood, she was a little bit of a rebel, which I don't know that I saw coming she was but skipping school it, remind, it reminded me i'm sorry i jumped jumped into this but what she was saying it reminded me of myself oh i wrote down this is like the girl who stole your shells yeah so basically just to to summarize nicole she was kind of going against the grain going against what her parents wanted staying out late her grades were suffering but she was doing it to fit in she wanted to be accepted wanted to be cool my wife over here well, Teresa, you can tell your own story. Well, I think I mentioned it, but probably it's going to be a few years. Me and my parents, real quick, we used to go to Croatia every summer. And a big part of my Croatian vacation, besides reading Harry Potter and snorkeling, was picking up shells and crabs. And my mom also loved picking up shells. So we always brought these beautiful shells from Croatia. And then this bully... And school, her name was Monica. Oh, Monica. Well, we're we're friends on Facebook now. It's not the Monica that's with your cousin, is it? No. Okay. She's 12 years younger than me. I don't know. No, 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 no. A very, very different Monica. And she always was like, you have to bring me five shells tomorrow. Was this girl in Croatia or once you got home? No, once I got home. How'd she know about your shell collection? Because I told her I went to Croatia. I told her I collect shells. <laughs> and oh, you're going to make me cry. She made me. I, my parents got, like, it was crazy. She, let's say, so I lived next to the school. It's like this, like, you saw it. What would you describe that wherever I left. All An those apartment buildings. complex. Well, it wasn't a complex. It was An more like a... building. Yeah. I don't want to say... It was like p- communist style apartments. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so my school, the one with the, I showed you, mm-hmm. we, we, we drove past it, um, was like two, three minutes next... Literally lived, lived next to it. She lived like 10 minutes away. She walking. made me... Yeah, walking. She made me to leave my house early in the morning, go and pick her up, I always had to wait for her downstairs, 
because she never got ready on time, brought her my shells, walked her to story. school, and I was always hoping she'll sit with me. Many times Aww. she said she's not going to sit with me. I, I want to give you a hug right now. Yeah, I was a moral. I was such a, my parents, my dad was like, I remember just my dad giving me this pep talk like, you cannot do this. You cannot let kids to walk all over you. And I was like, I was such a little moron. Is and your dad kind of, heiress? Jeez. I kind of grew out of it then. and that Why were then, the shells such a hot commodity? Like, why did this cool girl want she shells? she didn't go to Croatia. And I was like, well, me and my mom, we picked up a lot of shells. She's like, yeah. I want it. Oh, my God. And then my mom was like, where are all the shells? Yeah, what the shell? What the shell, exactly. And I switched schools after fifth grade. And I met my friend Teresa, you know her. Yeah. And we became besties and things really turned out. And people walked all over me, especially Monica. But she did it to other people too. Like she was, whenever we played, like we were like replaying all these telenovelas, right? Like Esmeralda, Cassandra. Have you ever watched it? No. You guys, you ladies will probably know. Like she was like Xena. No. Xena? Yeah, Xena Warrior Yeah, princess. I could never be Xena. I have as if to be Gabriella to just fight with Monica and everyone else. And she always, like, pushed me to fight other people for her. It's I like don't know one, what's happening. Like, guys, I mean, you probably, all of you are grown up, so it's too late to say it, but if you have kids, tell them, don't be morons. Don't let anyone to walk over, over you because uh, it's not worth it. Okay. All right. Let's, let's go to the next day. Where it's notes to ourselves once again. I won't read it, but I just have to call out the fact that Chris had Nicole read his note because he was driving. And it took me like a minute to realize. I was like, John, wait a minute. What is she doing? Is she reading hers letter? No. Yeah, why she you, was reading his. Why are you reading his diary? But pull over read it before you get in the car why it was some weird i don't know weird tactic to have her read it so he didn't have to i think here's what i what i got from this little little segment screw the letter i don't care chris is driving an audi right like a nicer car is he it's not like yeah it's not like a car of two big dog owners huh. i think like people who have like dogs who are so obsessed with them they're bigger like i would expect him in like a honda like give the dog some space oh, i wish i had paid attention yeah it was like a because audi black audi sedan could could it be nicole's car could he just be driving nicole's car i don't know mm. but maybe a shitless is one dog but he has two big dogs I don't know. That's not a car I would want to drive my dogs in. Yeah, I mean, a good good dog, a good boy gets in the backseat, sticks his head out the window and calls it a day. That's probably true. All right. Well, anyways, a- this is this was my observation. What was in the letter? Who knows? The letter. Well, the letter was basically <laughs> Chris's dad was pretty shitty, which yeah, I may have missed if, if they discussed this earlier in the season, but it was like, you know. Dear younger me, tell your mom the guy she dated was an asshole. Like, basically, it was that. Wait, the guy she dated? Yeah, I think. So the parents are not married? Oh, maybe. Oh, no. So maybe you're right. So maybe dad was bad because we'll, we'll talk about that in a second. But then maybe maybe it's just her. his mom is a bad has, dater. A, has a bad picker. 
And that's when Nicole says, oh, maybe Chris's mom and I have more. Oh, yeah. Thought that, makes, that would make sense. We have a history of picking bad men. That would make sense. Yeah. And then Nicole is basically like, yeah, you're going to go through a lot. People are going to take advantage of you. Well, be smart. Don't let them. And you're going to grow up to be fabulous and everything will work out. Yeah. And that was kind of it. Yeah. But yeah. then they get to this spot where Nicole is reading her letter about like, keep it fabulous, girl. You're going to grow up being fabulous. And That's I'm what like, I just said. oh, <laughs> <laughs> what am I thinking? I don't know. Oh, okay. See, all these letters are blending in. They're all, the only letter that goes down in Maff's fame, Maff's infamy, should be printed and framed in the Maff's Hall of Fame. Is what? I don't know what you're going to say. Lindsay's letter. <laughs> Remember, she's like in the, she was like in the woods just telling everyone how great she is. Oh, yeah. And how even though people don't understand her greatness. Oh, yeah. She's great and she makes other people great just by them being <laughs> yeah. around her. Why? Why? <laughs> yeah, so good. Like I honestly, I cannot. I I know it's it's probably gonna sound really shitty because I'm doing the podcast, but I don't pay attention to these letters anymore. I listen. I forgot. It's all the same shit. Right now, I totally dismiss John saying it because it's the letter again. I'm like, bah. Oh, oh. Let's let's move on. Teresa's really against the letter. All right. Uh, we get to this pain store. <laughs> <laughs> this is so dumb. Chris's dad owned a painting business, which to me means he painted houses. Yeah. But we're going to go to a paint store because that's the closest we can get. Even though he didn't like working for his dad. He was like, yeah, I don't like working for my dad. He was bad boss, bad dad. But let's go to this painting store. Did they advertise the store? I did not see I did not see that, that either. I think they just, oh, let's go somewhere. Yeah. Um... They should have just done body painting like Shaq and Kirsten. That would have been a better yeah, painting experience. that's true. Than this random store. But Chris says, yeah, my parents were divorced. My dad was only around every other weekend, so I didn't have a male role model to look up to. That's why I wear bathing suits to important events. It's a whole thing. <laughs> and the most brutal thing you can say, he said, he said, my dad made me realize the type of man I don't want to be. Like, imagine hearing your son say, yeah, I don't want to be like anything like my dad. I mean, it's honesty. It's a brutal honesty. I mean, I can say whatever I want because my parents wouldn't understand, but it is, it's it is. It's sad. It's, it's, it's brutal honesty, but it's the truth. And, and he should speak his truth. But it, it's sad that it his is sad. dad is so, was so bad that made it, made Chris go, well, I'm going to do everything I can to be the opposite. Like you, if we have kids, I, w I would want my, our kids to look up to us and go like, oh, I want to be like them. I want to be like of mom course, and dad. Of course, but I also would hope you wouldn't divorce me and take, take the kids to the paint store. Or yeah. Yeah. Um, then though, they, they bonded because Chris's dad took his dog. Yeah. Something about the watched dog. Watched his dog. I mean, dogs. Am I right? Dogs bring, are beautiful. I went, I went on Pathfinder today. You did? You find anything? You always find. You always find something. <laughs> um, and then we get back to the apartment and, and it's paint night with mustaches. I The whole time I was just 
recoiling in my seat because they're painting on these granite countertops. There's no no sheet down. Uh-huh. There's no cardboard underneath. You that, know why? Because it's, it's not theirs. Well, I'm hoping they're washable paints, but yeah, it, it stressed me out. But they were having a good time. They were doing accents. They were wearing mustache. Like they actually enjoyed each other's company. I can see them together. Yeah, I do see them together. I also like. I felt like. When they were just like showing these like shots of them laughing, doing whatever, but there's like no sound. Like you can tell it's genuine. For sure. Like you can tell like it's not like an awkward. <laughs> look, look, look what I painted over here. Also, Nicole loving dinosaurs. Like what? Are we friends? The, those those two, Chris and Nicole, they were the first to naturally go deep and get vulnerable. And I think it's paid off. I think. They yeah. have grown closer. And yeah, you can see, all right, there's definitely a chance here of a happy marriage. I hope they'll make it. Let's hope. All right. Gina and Clint. Clint already took Gina on the boat, so he's got to take her somewhere else. He's going to take her to the soccer field. And honestly, like watching them, it's like watching two best friends. I could see like that. That is like no like attraction. That is like no. They're buds. Yes, that is like no, not even attraction. There is like nothing romantic going on between them. And it's crazy because I grew up having a lot of guy friends that I've never been attracted to. We've all we've only been friends, right? Mm-hmm. And this is literally it. Like the, your buddies. Yeah, they're buds. The best part of this soccer field scene was Clint brings up his big feet, right? <laughs> oh, I was a young kid, I had huge feet. You know you're rich when your parents' heckle is, you don't even need water skis, Clint. Your feet are so big. <laughs> it's like if you're joking about water skiing. Is it that expensive if you have a lake, you get a pair of water skis? And a boat? I mean, you know they're into boating already. Know, I'm not that just, shocked. But yeah, they're probably, probably well off. That's the heckle. Yeah, but... But my parents would be like, yeah, what are you, clown feet over there? Not like, <laughs> you don't even need water skis this weekend, Clint. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty rich heckle. What's funny is like this entire time it's raining. Yeah. And it's like, I'm not a girly girl. I can be if I want to, but I'm not. Would you say I'm a girly girl? Uh, no, I can't be, no, I don't think you could be a girly girl. I'm a badass. You could dress the part of a girly girl, but I don't don't think you're ever a girly girl. No, I'm not. But I hate being rained on. Like, that's like one thing I don't like. I don't like, I do not like being rained on unless when I was a kid, I used to, when it was raining, I loved running around, jumping into puddles, but then going home and changing my clothes, right? Mm -hmm. Like as an adult. I just don't like being rained on. And I was thinking about it. I was like, Gina does look like a girly girl. But then she puts her shorts on and she plays soccer. And as a hairstylist, she's being rained on and doesn't even complain. Good for her. Good for her. And speaking of hair school or hair stylist, we go to hair school. Of course. Hair school is like school. I don't know what I expected, but this place was like lockers, cafeteria, school. Okay. I have, I hate I hate doing my hair because it takes three to four hours. And I when you always, go when you go to the salon, not every morning. No, yeah, every, yeah, I go to the salon. Three hours, let's say. 
and it's just awkward conversation when I half of the time I don't hear uh. the stylus because of all the aluminum foil in my head or the dryers. But I always go to, and it's funny because I go to the same, well, I got a new lady, so I could bring it back up. I'm like, oh, so hair school, how does that work? No Is way. it like college? I always ask because uh. it's not, you don't get a college degree. It's not college. You get a certificate. Yeah, cosmetology. Certificate. Yeah, you get a course, yeah, yeah. you get a certificate. It's like an extension course that mm-hmm. you don't need a college degree for. And it's just because I'm always like, you go, you do like me, 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 you mix it up, you come with this paint or the dye, always looks purplish. Yeah. And you just know how it's gonna look on my hair. I f- I find it fascinating. Yeah, there not are everyone's artists. not everyone's good at it. But, but I'm always curious about this hair school, so I always ask, and they always tell me all about it. Anything Sound- interesting? Not really. Besides, they basically say, yeah, it's like it's almost like going to college, but just most most of the people going there are girls. There's not a lot of guys. There's probably some, no dorms. Like you're not. No, 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 there, no, right? no, no, no. It's, it's like, like a commuter, commuter school. It's almost like a community college, yeah. but no, no dorms. Yeah. Okay. So yeah, we we see Gina's hair school. This is what I was thinking of when you asked, did they advertise the paint store? This they advertise. This is the Paul Mitchell School of Hair. Yeah. This is your classic school. It's where you want to go. It's well, the I Gale would- of Hair. I would assume that I would advertise the school because she literally goes in. Yeah. So I was a little surprised to learn Gina had a life before hair. Yeah. She thought she was going to go into broadcasting, but realized I don't want to do that. So I was bartending and I thought, nah, I'll chase my dream. I'll, I'll do hair. Good for her. Good for her. And it kind of made me see like, oh, this is why she is so proud and passionate because she stood up for herself. She yeah. was she was on one track in life and said, you know what? Pump the brakes. Stop. I'm not happy. Let me do something that I'll actually enjoy. And then we learned something that maybe we knew, but I didn't, that Clint is like, yeah, I really like hearing this because it shows that she's driven and it also shows she's adaptable and takes risks because it's like me from being a pilot into to going to tech. I knew he flew, but I didn't know... He- he flew commercially, if that's what he meant. I don't know. He was flying as a job, but yeah, I heard this too, and I thought, oh, so I guess he flew. And I wonder. I mean, you why can get stopped. a pilot license, and then if you want to be a commercial pilot, I think you take some extra trainings and stuff. But yeah, you can time. you can go to whatever pilot school. No, I know. I'm just saying, I didn't know that he was wor- a working pilot. I thought he may have been a recreational oh. pilot, like he's a recreational sailor. I see. And then back at the apartment, Gina has some of her stylist friends over. Oh, Clint is loving this. Was he? Yeah, he's like, so who's married, who's single, who's committed? And they were like, <laughs> how about you? Oh, they were loving it too. Nah, a little I, too much. I'd like to hear what they talked about when the cameras went away because this was not that juicy. No. This was like, how's the lasagna, Clint? That was about it. Yeah, that's true. Then we have our group hang. Okay, Jasmine, Eris, Kirsten, and Shaq. They're at this wild warehouse playing some sort of Nerf bow and arrow game. It was the lamest thing I've ever seen. Shooting at each other but not leaving any mark. Say it was lame. It's not even like, let's play laser tag or do paintball. No, paintball. Yeah, paintball's fun. 
I thought maybe the vests, maybe the arrows have a sensor, the vests pick up on it, because you don't need to wear a vest like that if you're shooting a Nerf arrow. But I'll take this over axe throwing. I'll take this over a rage room. Like, we've seen all those so many times. I'll take the rage room over it, because there is no... Why would I be running around shooting at someone if there is... How do I know if it's I'm winning or losing? But, I, but there's a way. There's a thing. There's a way. There's a way. Is there a way? This place would be out of business the first weekend if there was no way to I tell guess. who won. I guess. We can look into it. They finish the game. They do a wife swap. Shaq talks to Jasmine. And Kirsten talks to Eris. And Jasmine is saying how I can't get a great read on Eris. I I feel like I'm I'm trying. I'm trying to stay true to myself. And this was the the little red herring, the little misleading part where we see Shaq, oh, you're beautiful inside and out. Yeah. Continue to be yourself. Like he was basically just saying, eh, stand up for yourself. Don't take shit. If Eris, yeah. if Eris is an ass, you don't need that because you're a yeah. solid woman. It was not romantic or sexual whatsoever. Then Shaq brings up the whole $2.9 million house expectation that Kirsten has of him. But he adds to it saying, I kind of understand it because it's coming from her dad. And uh, how... Not the price point of a not home. The, no, no, no. Not the price point, but the ask. If I still think she was joking, but let's say she wasn't. Yeah. Then he's like, yeah, like the dad took care of everything and everyone. Like maybe that's what she expects. Okay. But then as you said earlier, that's old fashioned. It is old fashioned. And that's why I think she was joking. I don't think she was. Shaq then just says... He is bothered that he hasn't been able to meet Kirsten's dad and hopes, you know, soon we can and we can talk in person. Yeah. And then Eris and Kirsten are chatting, but there's really nothing coming out of that. Kirsten said they're going doing good. Eris said he's taking it day by day. Day by day. By day. By day. Meet the parents. All right. Jasmine and Eris back at the apartment. They're in bed. So Eris has a bunch of old letters that his dad wrote mm -hmm. and he reads them from time to time. And this was one of those moments where every once in a while I soften up to Eris. And this was one of those times. Yeah, but I, I understand being open. I think that's great. But all he is trying lately is being open, telling, talking to her, reading letters, talking about his dad. But how about like you get to know her a little more and I know she's being a little mm. reserved but like try to help her with op opening up because she's being reserved because you're not giving her what she wants and you know it so instead of just keep talking about yourself and about your childhood I get it it's important try to get deeper with her but on her own time like be there for her he's not but I he's think this not. I think this is what she wants she even says oh okay well he is opening up, and I, I do appreciate that he's being more vulnerable. Mm. I don't know that she's not necessarily saying, ask me about me, ask me about me. She's saying, let's just talk. Wherever the conversation leads mm. will we'll follow, but just open up a little bit. And yeah. He needed this letter as a prompt to open up, but I think it worked. At least in the moment, Jasmine was happy. It was more than he's given her in a while. Yeah. And she sees light at the end of the tunnel and says, well, maybe he is willing to put more into this marriage. Maybe. Maybe he is. Maybe Teresa. And then we go quickly to Shaq and Kirsten. They're at home. This Kirsten is good. 
eating. This is not. Chris, then, I, I want this said and say because it wasn't relevant. But now that she is eating again, when she met Jack's god sister and godmother, mm-hmm. she was the only one eating. They were like spilling their family secrets and the, telling them. Telling Kirsten, oh, Shaq does this and that. And she's just shoveling pasta into her mouth. Nobody else is eating. She's she, a hungry girl. I would hungry, be eating she's all, too. She's, but again, it's just a sign of being uninterested. If you're telling me something serious and I'm just shoveling spaghetti and meatballs into my mouth, I'm not listening. Also, you know, we don't eat without each other. So if I'm eating, you're eating. I know. Well, there was like a plate of food on the table, but no one else was eating. There's four people there. Kirsten was the only person eating. And I was mm. going, it's just a sign of of her lack of interest. I don't think so. I think she's just like sweet, which I can relate to. Okay. So, yes, they're they're back at the apartment. Shaq brought up the conversation now with Jasmine, how he told her, ah, Kirsten wants to, me to buy her a house. And Kirsten was like, I was joking. and But... Then she's like, well, I know people where the husband buys the wives a house or a car. And but that's, that's why it's not a joke. No, but she said, but that's not what I ask you to. This is why it's not a joke. And she keeps saying. She's defending herself. That's a defense of what she said. Well, I know people whose husbands buy. That's a defense. Maybe, but then she adds, well, we can buy a house. We'll be fine. We'll see what we can afford. We can see, like, she talks, like, plural, the two of them doing this together, like, I think she was joking. Good. Well, maybe she realized. Or testing him, but I don't think she does her expectation. Maybe she realized Shaq's not biting, and so she changed her tune. But he is legit peeved. He's he's at the point where she's talking with food in her mouth, and he's calling her out on it. Yeah. Something he wouldn't have probably no. called her out on three weeks ago. But because she is so on his nerves now, he's like, can you chew and then talk, please? Like, it's those little things that bother someone once you're already at each mm. other's throats. I guess. Well, I hope they'll work it out. I still think she's kind of joking. She was like, pump the brakes, honey. We'll be good. We'll be fine. They won't work it out. You don't think so? No, she's saying no on decision day. No. She's saying no. No, she's going to say yes. She's saying no. No, she's saying yes. Okay. He, if anyone's going to say no, it's going to be him. Okay. But I think they're, they're going to make it. Okay. And then we have Dominique and McKinley. I'm <laughs> just joking. Yeah. <laughs> Remember but them? I think they'll be back. Remember them? They'll be back. Good. They're in the previous. Good. They'll be back independently, I think, but they'll Come be back. back. All right. That's the episode. Woo. The sunscreen episode. Yep. Make sure you guys are following us on Instagram at Married Reality Pod. Patreon, can't say it enough. Patreon.com slash Married Reality is big right now. It's big. A lot, of, a lot of content. A lot of content. And a lot more to come. So Patreon.com slash Married Reality. Check it out. And thank you again for the reviews. If you haven't left one, please do. And make sure you're following the podcast, the one you're listening to right now. So easy to do. You look down, you smash that follow button. Guys, smash it like it's his hood. <laughs> Pogs. <laughs> exactly. As well as Pogs, I would totally play. I would totally play. Right? Let's go play. We would probably scratch the floors, but. Mm-hmm. Mm. All right. I've said it all. <laughs> you said it all? I've said too much. We will talk to you guys soon. Bye bye. Bye bye.